the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We are the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry O. Buckner. My name is Jim Clark. Well, in the Bible, one of the most terrifying and horrifying scriptures is found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11, where it says, God shall send them strong delusion. Question, what does this phrase strong delusion mean? And what can we do to avoid falling into this trap, whether you are in the church or outside the church? Join us now as we come to part 13 in this series entitled, Why Does God Send Strong Delusions? And Dr. Buckner will talk about the three D's as it relates to strong delusion. So stay tuned, for we are not pretending, we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you doing tonight? Uh, Brother Jim, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for being here in Gary Stead, and we always look forward to having our time with you as well. And uh, we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be uh, blessed and uplifted in the Lord tonight. Um. We are going to be continuing our study on strong delusion, and so many people have been blessed by this series, and we thank God for using us in such a mighty way. And uh, I want to talk to you tonight about uh, something that has a catchy title, and it's about the uh, three Ds that relates to strong delusion. And we'll get into those three Ds as this message, uh, as we get into this message. Let me say this by uh, way of introduction. Uh, we are living in dark times. We're living in a dark age. We see darkness everywhere around us today, and most crimes take place in the night, in the darkness, killing, robberies, uh, illegal drug use, rapes, alcohol abuse, sexual sins, in dark places. And this is one of the reasons why Jesus described man and men in John three nineteen through 21, when he said, and this uh, is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. He goes on to say in verse 20, for everyone that Doeth evil, hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved or corrected. Verse 21, but he that doeth truth, I want you to notice that word truth, cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wroth in God. Now, in John three nineteen through 21, Jesus gives us the reason why men don't come to him. It is not because they are atheists. It is not because they are agnostics. 
It is not because they are skeptics. It is not because they are involved with false religions. It's not because they are involved with false cults. It's not because they are busy working uh, as well as busy businessmen working. Jesus nails it on the head when he says that they love darkness more than the light. That is why they never want to come to him. You see, uh, excuses don't work with God. That's why the Apostle Paul talks about in Romans chapter 1, you know, in Romans chapter 2 and Romans chapter 3, he lays out the three C's that God has revealed himself in Romans chapter 1 in creation, the second C in Romans chapter 2 in man's conscience, and the third C in Romans chapter 3 in Christ. These are the three C's by which God has revealed himself in his revelation. And therefore, the Apostle Paul says, man is without excuse in that same chapter. So why is it that men refuse to come to God, refuse to read their Bibles, refuse to go to church, refuse to worship God, refuse to worship Christ, refuse to allow the Holy Spirit to take control and take not only resident, but become president in their life. Jesus says that they love darkness more than the light. And this darkness, if you stay in it and you live in it, it will lead you to delusional thinking. That's what it will do, delusional thinking. And so uh, these... uh, three D's that I want to kind of lay out to you tonight, and this is going to be several teachings on this, is that the first D is we got to make a decision. We got to make a decision to stop living in the darkness, because if we don't make that decision to live, to stop living in the darkness, then what's going to happen is that the second D, delusion, will come upon us, and it will get in the way of the third D, which is deliverance. You see, God wants to deliver you from delusional thinking, but you have to make a decision. See all of these three Ds? You have to make a decision to repent of this delusional thinking, then God will activate The third D, which is deliverance. You know, that's so important. But what does man do because he's living in darkness? He gets to the point in his life that he covers up the darkness. He covers up sin. He He grosses over these evils, and they try to cover up sin and rationalize sin away, and they try to explain away the sins of darkness And if we don't as a society, listen to this, if we don't as a society and a nation repent of these gross sins, blatant sins, then our total society and nation will become totally corrupt, totally delusional, and totally judged by God. And Billy Graham was right. He once said, If God doesn't judge America, he'll have to repent for what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. What a profound statement. That is why the Bible in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9, teaches that 
uh, one of the fulfilled characteristics of the end of time is that people in the world will develop over a period of time living in sin and darkness as the capacity for strong delusions rather than the truth. And we see this all around us today in our world, even in some churches, sad to say, we are deluded in churches and outside some churches. We are deluded by what? We're deluded by religion uh, that tries to explain away sin and says you can be saved by your good works. We're deluded by psychology and sociology that tries to explain away sin psychologically and sociologically. We are deluded by evolution that try to say that man can't sin because he came from his ancestors, which were apes, and they just have to express themselves in their beastly nature from Monkey Town, USA. And we are deluded by self-esteem movement that try to explain away sin by saying everybody is good by nature and you need to believe in yourself and forgive yourself and build up your own self-worth and self-esteem. Listen to this. Millions of people are deluded by philosophy. Look at all these points I'm mentioning that tells you to be wise in your own eyes through your own thoughts and your own wisdom, the own the wisdom of man. And these philosophical thinkings has not only threatened our society and our world and people, but it has threatened our national security because this philosophical thinking and evolutionary thinking came from Adolf Hitler, and it comes from terrorists, and it comes from people who are atheists today. The Apostle Paul describes our world in his day, in our world today, and I want you to make note of this scripture, 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 2 and verse 4. He says, in the last days, perilous times will come, for men shall be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. This is the day and age of the darkness which we live in that's caused the strong delusions to come upon the people. And this fits in 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 2 and verse 4, ties into 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses, 9, verses 11 through um, 12 or 14, where men has become lovers of two things. Make note of this. 2 Timothy chapter 3 says men today in perilous times have become lovers of two things. Number one, themselves, and number two, lovers of pleasure. That's one of the reasons why people don't read their Bibles, don't go to church. They get into the pleasures of sports over God, the pleasures of drugs over God, the pleasures of alcohol over God, the pleasures of pornography over God, the pleasures of worldliness over God. Now, when a person or persons are lovers of two things, which is themselves and pleasure, it will bring strong delusions towards them because what they've done 
in becoming lovers of themselves and lovers of pleasure, they reject the love of the truth because there's a conflict between the war of two L's, the love for God and the love for themselves and pleasure. The love of the truth that the Apostle Paul talks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 10, that they might be saved, they have rejected that, that love of the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. They don't love Jesus as the number one truth. Jesus said, to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. Jesus also said, you to love, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So this thing of loving ourselves over God and loving pleasure over God is the stronghold that has come upon the world today. And even in some churches, and Second Thessalonians 2 and 10 says, because they receive not the love of the truth. I want you to notice that. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10 says, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. So 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 11, because they reject God's love first as the supreme love in their life, it has opened up the door for them to be lovers of themselves and lovers of pleasures more than God. And then 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 11 says, and for this cause... Shall God send them strong delusions that they would believe a lie? It's a lie to believe in loving yourself over God, loving pleasure over God. It is a lie of the enemy, and Satan is the father of lies that Jesus talked about in John 8 and 44. So let me say this in closing. 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 12, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have here pleasure in unrighteousness. Notice it says pleasure. So pleasure in loving themselves, pleasure in loving the world. So 2 Timothy 3, 1, 2, 2, and 4, in the last days perilous times will come, and men will be lovers of themselves and lovers of pleasure. So this is the characterization of our world today. So I'm going to say this in closing. So we got to get to these three Ds. We got to make a decision. Make a decision now through repentance. Repent of this delusional thinking. Repent. Make a decision. That's the first D. To repent of the second D, delusion. And then the third D will be activated, which is deliverance. You need to be delivered tonight. And God's promise is he will deliver you if you make the decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and he will forgive you and restore you and renew you. He that has an ear, let him hear what God has to say regarding these three Ds. Brother Jim. I like what Dr. Buckner, how he can boil down a vital teaching into an easy-to-remember sentence. Make a decision, avoid the delusion, and receive deliverance. We'll talk to you after this break. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. My name is Jim Clark. I'm in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and uh, we're continuing our teaching on, or his teaching on, the three Ds. But before we get back to that, we would like to thank everyone who has been faithfully praying for this program, Contending for the Faith. Without your prayers and donations, we would not have been able to be on the air for so many years. We also want to thank those who gave this week 
Terry, Sandra, Judy, Jim and Kim, Daniel, Bridget, Scott, and Jackie. We want to validate some new people who gave this week, as well as our faithful supporters. We want to thank all of you. It costs us $400 a week to stay on the air. Having these new supporters shows us that people are really being touched and being blessed by contending for the faith. Please continue to pray for us and support us financially so we can stay on the air, so we can stay on the air and do God's work. There are two ways to donate. Number one, you can send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Or you can go on your computer or laptop to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the Donate button. And before we get back to the program, I think we'd... uh, like to share with you some really nice messages that we've gotten from some of our listeners. This one from Bridget. Hello, Dr. Buckner. Love the Lord my God and your program also. With pen and paper in hand, so interesting every Saturday. God bless Bridget. Thank you, Bridget. We really do appreciate messages like that. I have another one here. And uh, this one is from Judy. And she, she writes, <clears throat> Hi, Dr. Buckner and Brother Gary. Also, hi to all of those who help each Saturday, uh, Saturday evening, I should say, uh, for Contending for the Faith on the air. All of us who listen are truly being blessed with the message you bring each week. When I turned on the radio, I believe the 6th of this month, you gave out the seven W words to have a happy new year. I wrote them down. I am very encouraged each time I listen to you and the other callers. Keep sharing the truth of God's word. Blessing and hope, Judy. Judy, thank you so much for that. And we have one more we'd like to share. And this one is from Sandy. Dear Dr. Buckner, thank you for your teachings on the delusions that God sends. We need a program like Contending for the Faith in these trying and difficult times. It's not time to rock ourselves to sleep, but to be vigilant. Pray hard, seek the Lord, and study his word. Thank you so much for inspiring me, Sandy. That is a good word right there. Amen, brother. Very good, very good letter. Thank you so much, Sandy, for uh, for taking the time to send us that note. And uh, also, I'd just like to uh, remind everybody to support the program, Contending for the Faith. As we mentioned earlier, it is vital that we do get your support. And with that, I'd like to turn it back over to Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Jim. Appreciate uh, reading those letters. And we always get blessed by those letters. And we try to encourage people uh, to uh, send us letters. Not only your, uh, send us up your prayers, but send us letters and let us know how this program is ministering to you and blessing you and your family. It means so much to us, along with your giving as well. And we just appreciate your prayers as as well. And we want to uh, encourage everybody out there in Radio Land to also remember my uh, wife in prayer, Nancy. Her name is Nancy. She will be uh, having on Tuesday a total knee replacement. Uh, this will be, uh, she had it on the, on the right knee, and this will be the left knee. And so it will be on Tuesday morning at uh, 7.30 in the morning. So we want to encourage everybody to really send up some prayers for 
my wife, and uh, she will appreciate that, and we will too. And we want to get your prayer requests as well so we can be praying for you as well. So anyway, what we're going to do right now, Brother Jim, is we're going to get to uh, our callers. And who do we have first? Okay, I think we have uh, Cece. Cece, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, we are truly blessed. And how about yourself? Uh, I'm blessed. Well, that's good. That's good. And we trust that you got blessed by the word uh, to tonight. And how did it uh, minister to you? It me a lot of ways because I liked what you said. Uh, well, it was a lot of stuff you said when you said about the um, use that scripture in uh, John three nineteen. You said men love darkness rather than light, and it was, and how you narrowed it down to like that's when a lot of crimes take place with drugs and rape and murder and all that, and that that is so true, you know, because it's like time, a lot of times if you look at the evening news, look at the newspaper, when those murders took place, you look at it, it's been, it's been at nighttime, sometimes really, really late at night, and so that's really, really true how um, they, men, men, um, how people do these crimes at nighttime, but not only that, too, you, you, you talked about a lot of other things, like um, how people get uh, d- deluded by philosophy and you name uh, evolution and you name all these other and psychology and, and that is that is so true i mean that is so true if you, you go to these different schools professors and a lot of these students they actually believe that the, the concepts i mean and i'm not weighing out all psychology but in, in terms of in terms of, of men's sinful nature it, it doesn't deal with that and a lot of people are deluded in that and then, then the thing is with parents are not being, um, they're not, I believe the wisdom of both parents determines how that child's going to come out a lot of time. Parents are not teaching it, laying, laying down the gospel to their children. So if you step into these colleges and they, they're, they're, they're already deluded and then they get more deluded because they're not getting that teaching. So it's, it's, it's true. And so these delusions continue to, to manifest themselves more and more and more and grow because people are not even hearing the truth. And you preach the truth today on on the radio, and I commend you for that by the prayer power of God. Because a lot of pastors, I'm sorry, they're not they're not preaching the truth. They're preaching feel good messages and how you can get blessed if you come to Christ and this and that. And and and, and they're not they're not people not learning anything. And I'm not saying I'm, it's not I'm not making an over generalized statement because there is a lot of good pastors out there, but it's a lot of them out there that are are teaching that stuff. That's so true, and uh, it's a lot of tickling of the ear, and that's what uh, the Apostle Paul said in Second uh, Timothy 4, the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers who will tickle their ears, and the truth of God shall be made into mythology, not theology, but mythology, see, and this is the day and age, and you hit on uh, a knock-the-home run when you said about uh, that foundation, I, I want to use the word foundation uh, and you use the word teaching and it's parallel to each other because if you don't get that foundation you mentioned in the home and I want to extend that also to the church. If the home failed to give that foundation to their children as well as the church, then when these young people go to colleges and Universities, even before they get there, even when they go to high school and now uh, j- junior high school, they're teaching evolution classes, not classes on creation, but evolution. 
and it's uh, opening Pandora's box for uh, our young people to be uh, indoctrinated by satanic teaching. And it does say in the last day when Paul talks about perilous times and Timothy also, he tells Timothy that the doctrine of demons will be taught in the last days. And we are faced with that as well. So we appreciate your uh, input around that. And uh, we always uh, uh, get uh, encouraged by what you give back and how you get blessed as well. Well, um, Last uh, week, uh, I gave you a homework assignment to do, and uh, were you able to do that? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how we'll see how it comes out. You know, I mean, you're expert on these things, and um, I'm, I, I took the challenge, and um, I'm willing to be humble too if um, I don't rightly divide it. <laughs> well, you need another week and, uh, you know, to work with it some more. We can uh, you know, give you grace for another week to sharpen up more. And then next week you can you can bring it. And Gary will be here as well. Uh, I think I'm ready right now. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's go to uh, Daniel chapter 10, I believe, and yeah. uh, verses 1 and 2. And let's uh, hear what you what you uh, got out of your uh, exegetical study there. Okay, um, I mean Daniel ten. And why don't you um, read the two two verses, and then after you share, I'll just uh, add some things to what you what you've shared. Okay, so you want me to read it and then like give give my um, uh, interpretation? Yes. Okay. It says, in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar, and the thing was true, but the time appointed was long. And he understood the thing and had understanding of the visions. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning full three weeks. Amen. Three full weeks. And this is the reading of the word. Amen. And, um, he, huh? Oh, I said, Amen. What did What did you get out of that? Um, first of all, in the, in this text, you know, uh, if anyone would be reading Daniel chapter ten, we have to understand that um, the writer actually built up to this point. There's been a progression since these chapters have taken place, and in terms of visions and um, in here, in uh, when he says in the third year of Cyrus, the king of Persia, I believe that would be in the year 536 B.C. And what he and, and about three years prior to that, that's when the children of Israel had been in captivity in terms of uh, going to captivity for 70 years. Let's just talk about a, a prophet, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 25, 11. And in 539 B.C., Cyrus was the one who signed the proclamation for the Jews to come back and the temple to be restored. And so this is also found in Daniel chapter 5. And so when he says, a, in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, this is, after, this is uh, basically after they had been delivered. Uh, and um, this, word, this, this word thing right here in the Hebrew is the word the bar. And it has a strong connotation to it. 
And so when it says a thing was revealed unto Daniel, the word the bar entails the word word. So this word was given to Daniel. And this word, in terms, he says, the thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar, and the thing was true, but the time appointed was long. This has to do, this entails uh, spiritual, this entails warfare for the people of God, and, and entails persecution, hardship, tribulation, in terms of that, that, that suffering would come upon uh, the, not only the children of Israel, but the people of God, because if you were to look in Daniel chapter um, I was going over the chain of Daniel chapter 11 in, um, I'm trying to find it in Daniel, Daniel 11. I'm trying to find it right now in my Bible. Well, you can always come back to it. Oh, oh it's right here. It says in Daniel chapter 11, it says in verse 32, it says, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall corrupt by flattery, but the people that know their God shall be strong and do exploits, and they that understand among the people shall instruct many, yet they shall fall by the sword, and by flame, and by captivity, and by spoil many days. And so that entails uh, persecution. And also this, this is also looking into the future, the future of um, not, only, not only now, but the pers persecution will continue until Jesus Christ comes. And this also goes over to jail chapter 11, in Daniel chapter 12, where there's warfare that's going on between the south and the north, which is Assyria and Egypt. And between that, that's in the days when the Antiochus Epiphanes was raised up. And around 168 B.C., Antiochus Epiphanes, who was a terrorist, much like ISIS, brought much um, persecution upon the Jews. He got, he got the people who uh, claimed to be Christians who sided with him in terms of him overthrowing, he he desecrated the temple. He he uh, offered up a, a a pig on the altar uh, in, in honor of Zeus. He he, um, he also banned sacrifices, which was synonymous to banning the gospel. And not only this, and I just I'm then I wrap it up. Yeah, because we only have about a minute. We have about a minute. There also is a spiritual warfare that, that's taking place too, because it's not only physical but it's spiritual. Because if you, uh, because it's, it's said in. Um, in Daniel chapter, uh, in Daniel ten thirteen, it says, "But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me, and twenty one days. But lo, Michael, the chief princes came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia." And so it was a spiritual warfare that was taking place in terms of that, and we know this, and that's mentioned in the book of Revelation chapter twelve, when Michael and his angels fought against um, the dragon and. Um, and also, Michael is mentioned also in terms, he's one of God's chief angels, which is mentioned in Jude chapter 1, when Michael argued, uh, when the devil argued with Michael over the body of Moses. And in terms of verse 2, and I'll wrap it up, it says, In those days I was mourning three full weeks. Daniel was fasting. And I believe he was mourning over the condition of the people of Israel. Because in chapter 9, he talked about, We have sinned against you in, in terms of them breaking God's covenant, in terms of them in terms of them um, violating um, the Sabbath. And, it, and it's the same language is mentioned also in, in Nehemiah 1.4, when Nehemiah did the same thing, he wept. It says, when I heard these things, I sat down and wept for many days, and I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. And so I'll just wrap it up right there, but it, it could be more, but I don't want to take up the, to take up the time.
Yeah, well, good job. I uh, just want to say this. Uh, I can say uh, from uh, the research I did and listening to what you're saying, you're right on target uh, with everything. Um, uh, I'm, I'm proud of you for the way you get deep into the scriptures and you're exegeted on a hermeneutical level in the right direction. And I would just add another chapter would be Matthew 24 to what you're saying when you mentioned tribulation and warfare and also linking it to Revelation uh, 13. But well done job. And stay with us uh, because when we come back from the commercial break, we want to find out what your prayer request. But keep on studying, brother. Uh, God is using you. And uh, for you to get that from Dr. Buckner, uh, it speaks volumes in the Lord. All right. Amen. Uh, Great job, CC, on doing your homework. And we've got to take this break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Jim Clark. We are back in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we are talking about how you need to make a decision to avoid the delusion and to receive deliverance, the three Ds. And uh, we had... Uh, uh, one of our regular callers, Cece, on the line, and he has just finished uh, doing an exegetical study on Daniel chapter 10. And both of Dr. Buckner and I were quite impressed with the work that he had done. So, Dr. Buckner, I'll turn it back over to you. Thank you, Brother Jim, and I uh, appreciate those words. And again, Cece, keep up the study. Keep studying. Uh, the Apostle Paul tells uh, Timothy to study. Show yourself approved unto God, a workman is not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That word study comes from the Greek word diligent, meaning to cover all aspects. It's broader than just studying the word of God. It, that's, that word is diligent, you know, be diligent in all that you do. Uh, so what's your prayer request tonight? First of all, I would say thank you because I, I look up to you as a teacher, and you really inspired me. And I look up to both of you guys. You guys, you guys are awesome teachers, and so just to hear that, I really, I really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I really do. Thank you. Thanks a lot. That that encourages me to keep going. Cause I look up to you guys for how you guys uh, teach and, and your ministry and your love for Christ. Thank you. You're welcome. And what's your prayer request tonight? Okay, let me go. Hurry up. Um, you can just pray for me and just pray for my family. My mother, Rosa Linda. And also, I heard you, 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 uh, we could uh, like lift up your wife. Yes, and Nancy. Up, uh, yeah, uh, and then I lift up um, Stevie Wonder and Tom Hanks. All right. Okay, let's do that, uh, Brother Jim. Okay, well, I'm trying to write this down here so I can make sure I get it all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Father in heaven, we thank you so much for uh, how you have we work through uh, people like Dr. Buckner. And CC and Lord, how you have worked in the lives of men and women to spread the gospel to those people and uh, and further more people into the kingdom. Lord, we thank you for that. I thank you for CC that he diligently took the challenge and he just knocked it out of the park. And we really uh, love him for that, Lord. And we just pray right now for him and his family, for his mom, Rosalinda. And uh, uh, Lord, we want to lift up... Um, these celebrities, Stevie Wonder and Tom Hanks, and Lord, that uh, uh, we uh, we know that you know their walk with you, Lord. We just pray that uh, that you would be able to to uh, bring someone into their lives that would minister to them and maybe uh, share the gospel with them and get them to really maybe get it for the first time, Lord. 
and uh, and we uh, uh, we're happy. I think that Stevie Wonder is uh, has at least sang songs that uh, that are that are very godly, Lord. Uh, that that uh, he seems to maybe know you, but Lord, we just pray that uh, it's tough for people in the entertainment business, Lord, that uh, they are faced with temptations that others may not be. Um, so, Father, we uh, we just lift up these guys, and uh, Lord, finally, I would like to lift up Dr. Buckner's wife, Nancy, as going in for another knee surgery. And Father, we just pray that your hand would be upon the doctor's hands and that you would guide them and to have a successful surgery as they did before, Lord. We trust in you, Lord. We know that there is no one who we truly can trust in but you. But Father, we, uh, we just ask for your grace and your blessing upon Nancy and upon Dr. Buckner and uh, in this situation and the surgery. Lord, we pray that everything would be successful. We thank you, Father, and pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Brother John. And uh, we know from James chapter 5, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Appreciate that and appreciate your call, Cece, and your uh, diligent uh, homework and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank you for the encouragement. You I got like it, my brother. Line too. All righty. God bless you. All right. Well, I think we've got another caller, and right. uh, we'd like to go to Anthony. Anthony. Anthony, you there? How you doing, Anthony? Yeah, uh, I'm here, Dr. Buckner. How are you doing tonight? Well, brother, I'm truly blessed in the Lord. It's good to hear your voice uh, uh, tonight, and how are you been? Uh, I've been great, man. I'm, um, I'm listening to the show for the first time, and... Uh, yeah, it's a true blessing, you know. Uh, so I'm just sitting in my car right now listening to you uh, teach and pray, and it's uh, it's truly inspiring. It's, it's uplifting. So thank you so much, you know, for what you guys are doing there, you know. Well, thank you. I'll so be listening every week from now on, you know. Amen. Well, thank you, Anthony, for your encouraging words. And Brother Anthony is, uh, is a new uh, person in our fellowship and and we had uh, broke some bread together the other day and uh, just been having some awesome time together in the Lord and uh, lift him up in prayer and uh, I'm going to ask uh, brother Jim just to lift you up in prayer right now and um, what would you like for uh, Jim to pray for you regarding and we're going to lift you up in prayer and then the people in the Bay Area can lift you up in prayer as well. Oh, that would be that would be amazing. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, and I'll lend my prayers to everyone who was mentioned previously too, to your wife. And um, you know, I'm um, my mother is ill. Her name is Angie. She's suffering from kidney failure and um, has been waiting for a donor for many many years. And um, she's just struggling. So I always pray for her. And um, you know, I'm a new new Christian, and um, I searched for a long time, and I just feel like I was completely blessed to have found your fellowship and you as a as a true, you know, mentor and a, a pastor, so I'm grateful for that, but, um, you know, I, I was, I told you my struggles, and uh, I'm involved in what I would just call spiritual warfare, you know, and um, it's a very real thing, you know, I'm um, I'm under attack in the spiritual realms, and it seems like with every step I get close, every 
step that I take closer to God, you know, closer to the truth, you know, the devil wants to rebel, you know, and doesn't want to lose that hold on me. So that it's like a constant battle. And I'm, I'm to the point where I'm praying, you know, all day, every day, just, you know, keeping my um, mind on, on Christ and, and the word and um, repeating what you told me, no weapons formed against me shall prosper. Amen. And, um, you know, so I just, I just um, pray for deliverance, you know, that um, if there's a part of me that's somewhere else that's uh, a fragment of my soul that's been taken, or I just want to be restored, be sovereign, and um, be at peace, you know, and... Um, be free to to serve the Lord with all my heart, you know, and not be distracted by this personal battle of mine, you know. Uh, so, well, let's do this. Any, let's let's do this because our time is almost up. Let's do this. Let's okay. lift let's lift you up in prayer right now. And Jim has taken some notes regarding uh, those prayer requests, and we're going to ask uh, Jim to uh, lead us in prayer regarding. Uh, your situation right now, and that's what I was talking about tonight, is deliverance as one of those D's, and so uh, yeah. of those strongholds. And so let's uh, lift the Lord up and lift this brother up uh, through the Lord right now, Jim. Anthony, you said you're a new Christian, correct? Yeah, I was baptized uh, two and a half months ago. Oh, that's outstanding. Well, but, you know, it's a very exciting was- time for you. It also can be a very challenging yeah, time. But one thing that's a really a, a real blessing in your life right now is that you have fallen in with good biblical teaching. And that's very important when you're a young believer. It certainly was for me when I became a believer. And, uh, and I, uh, in fact, that was back then when I uh, got acquainted with Dr. Buckner. So it's, uh-huh. uh, it's very important that, uh, that new believers get that solid teaching up front. Don't hesitate to just get into the Word and read it in every opportunity you get. Make it a mission to get through the whole Bible and read it, even if you're not don't feel like you're really absorbing it all at once. But to read it, the Holy Spirit will work through you. And that. that's a that's a confirmation because I told him when we were having lunch that the the getting into the Word of God not only has cleansing power but transforming power, and that's why he tells us the renewing your mind mm-hmm. uh, and the the Holy Spirit through the Word. Uh, when you read it constantly, it will um, continue to renew your mind, but transform your mind and clench your mind because a chapter a day keeps the devil away. Well, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Amen. Lord. Father in heaven. Okay, amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we just thank you for Anthony. And Lord, we just lift up his mother, Angie, who's uh, suffering from kidney failure, Lord. We'd, uh, we'd pray, Lord, that uh, if she's been waiting for a kidney to come along, Lord, that you would make that a reality for her. Lord, we pray that uh, that she would uh, could get a new kidney and not have to go into dialysis, Lord. Uh, Father, we pray that, uh, that for Anthony as a new Christian that you would continue the process of, of uh, delivering him from any delusion that he has, Lord. He's made the decision. Praise the Lord for that. And, Father, we know that you are faithful. Lord, we pray that... Uh, that you would continue with his deliverance, you would continue with his discipleship, and, Lord, that uh, you would strengthen him each day in the Word, Lord, as he continues to read your Word. And with that, Lord, I'd like to just 
uh, just read through your word and finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand this in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the, the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith which, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. And Lord, we thank you for Paul that he wrote those words, Lord, that they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. We take those to heart. We pray for Anthony and his mother, and we thank you that a new believer has been brought into the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Brother Jim, uh, for that uh, wonderful prayer, as well as and including uh, Ephesians six ten through, uh, you know, that's just, uh, uh, just what the spiritual doctor ordered. And Anthony, thank you for your call, and we'll look forward to seeing you at church tomorrow, and We'll continue to keep you in our prayers. Stay strong, brother. Okay, Dr. Buckner. God bless you. Both. God bless you, too. Right, Thank have you. A good night. Thank you for your All call. Right. God bless you. Good night. I've got a uh, question for you. We've got a couple of minutes. Um, the uh, I heard this just the other day, and I thought when, I was going to run this by you and see what you think about this. Uh, somebody who said that uh, who was trying to, to understand why you find the left politically, they tend to defend Islam and Muslims. Uh, you know, they, they think it's okay for the Koran to be taught in schools and things like that. And, uh, and yet, if, you really, if they really looked at it, they'd know that Islam is abhorrent to their, to their belief systems. They would, a lot of these people would not last in a Muslim country at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, and this person said that, uh, well, the reason why that happens is because darkness covers for darkness. It's all darkness, and they are band together. It's, it's, it's spiritual warfare against God's word. So that's why you find the the Bible is rejected and anything else is okay even if it's not even consistent. Does that make sense? That makes a <laughs> lot of sense. I mean, you knocked a home run with that and then when you add to that pot delusional. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get to the point in our society where we have uh moved God out of everything. And what's left? Delusional thinking mm-hmm. and delusional thinking leads to something worse, and that is a reprobate mind where God simply gives you up to a reprobate mind, and that gets you to the point where you think the thoughts that you're thinking, just like you were describing, is is good. In reality, it's really satanic, it's really demonic, and it's really of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that this series on teaching on delusional thinking is just really where God has left the people because they have rejected his truth so long 
just like we were saying earlier, you know, we got we teach evolution in schools to children, but we can't teach creation. Right. And we think that that is really a good thing to do. And then this transgender stuff and all this other stuff that's going on in our world today, you say, you say, you say why is that happening? Delusion. Delusion. <laughs> All right. Well, we've come to the end of another exciting broadcast, and we would like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being a part of tonight's program. <sighs> if you're interested in receiving a copy of tonight's program or any of the broadcasts given to us, call 415-721-1778. Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.